And now, National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. You can't force some kind of admission or taking of responsibility. These things, you, you either mean them and you say them on your own or you don't. Brought to you by Aaron Waxman & Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878. Ryan Doyle, Sarah McIntyre with you here on The Live Drive, joined on a Friday afternoon by Christy Blatchford of the National Post. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to both of you. Uh, what a piece of work this guy is, getting uh, all sorts of reaction. Seven, ten, ten. the calls are coming in fast and furious. Uh, he calls himself a big spender. He's 31. He makes 130 grand a year, uh, has no interest in buying a home. He likes the finer things in life, traveling, expensive wine, expensive meals. And Christy, he lives with mom and dad. How do you see a guy like this? Well, you're talking to somebody who moved out of her parents' home at the age of 19. Um, so I can't imagine it. I mean, I, I, as a young woman, felt I needed to be on my own to live my life the way I wanted to and not be subject to my parents' rules. I guess maybe if my parents hadn't had any rules, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I certainly, you know, I found the story, I read it last night, I found the story uh, actually wildly amusing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't begrudge this guy anything um i just think it's really a you know kind of a preposterously delayed adolescence the alternative <laughs> is not to immediately go out and make yourself house poor i mean nobody says i agree with that part of it i don't think you have to you know have a house i think you people have raised families uh for generations in sure. apartments all over the world, rental apartments. So, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. I don't think it's a great thing to be house poor either. But it, it isn't that that strikes me about this story. It's that the, the guy um, appears to be just such a big baby, you know, uh, not, a, not a sexy characteristic if I were a young woman his age. Uh, you know, oh, where do you live? I live with my parents. Well, why? You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and the guy, I love the part that he, he has to wait till mom and dad leave in order to bring women home. Yeah, no, that's just, a, that's actually why I left my parents' home, because I couldn't have a boyfriend there. And, you know, uh, hello. Um, the other thing, too, that strikes me, though, is he doesn't seem to have, you know, been terribly broadened or wisened up, at least in this story, by his travel. What he seems to be doing is broadening, broadening his experience of various kinds of booze. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of drinking going on in this boy's life, you know? Yeah, till 6 a.m. I mean, I haven't done that in quite some time. Well, and he's unapologetic about it that he lives with his mom and dad. Well, you know, uh, my hunch is uh, he's not getting a lot of girly action because... <laughs> It's just not a sexy thing to be a fully grown adult and to be living with your parents. Uh, let's move on to this Hamilton dad. Uh, it's a Hamilton guy who's finally got his day in court. It's been four years since he launched a constitutional challenge. He says the Hamilton District School Board failed to notify him in advance of teachings that violated his religious beliefs so he could pull his kids out of class. Uh, mostly things to do with homosexuality, uh, non-traditional marriages, that type of thing. Yeah, I I read the story and heard what the board's lawyers said, and I, I believe it was them anyway, which is that, you know, the, the modern notion of uh, tolerance and equity is so ingrained in the curriculum that you can't separate it out and say, okay, now we're going to say some nice things about gays and lesbians, so we better tell this parent. Uh, you know, he has a, instead of 
spending, though it isn't his money, it's he's being supported by somebody, but instead of spending 60 grand on lawyers, uh, he'd be far better off putting his children in a private school which subscribes or mm-hmm. shares his religious views. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I couldn't understand why this guy was continuing to keep his kids in the public system. You don't like it. There are other places you can go. Absolutely. And, you know, worse come to worse, red, red alert for me, but worse come to worse, you can always homeschool your children. Yeah. It is, it is possible. It is. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. uh, Mayor John Tory, he's going to back a plan for three supervised injection sites in Toronto following a push for formal approval by the uh, Chief Medical Officer of Health. Uh, any surprises here that the mayor went down this road? No, I don't think so. And I, you know, I, what were there in excess of 280 overdose deaths in Toronto last year? Yeah. It's a lot of, that's a lot of lives. Um, I think it's probably a good thing. Uh, well, I think it's a good thing. Um, I hope it is coupled with also more access to drug treatment and rehab programs because I'm not convinced that it will be, but I would rather still save a life than, you know, not and say, oh, well, there should be treatment. We can have both. Yeah, and I, I think it's more of a medical issue, and I think that's the way people have to start looking at it. Yeah. Christy, we appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. All right, there you go. Christy Blatchford of the National Post. She joins us each day at 520. She's been brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. When your long-term disability claim has been denied, email awaxman at awaxmanlaw.ca.